I want to get up. a. I want to get a sandwich. And welcome to Wingman Scrudge. We are broadcasting and recording at Nashville ATV Studios, located at 3639 Trial Drive, otherwise known as Nashville ATV Repair. We're going to try something a little bit different. We are recording the iTunes version, and we've got it going out live on Facebook, but we're not. You're just going to be able to see what see us record. Um, Questions and comments will be addressed later, um, after everything goes into editing. So, um, that's the intro for today. And, uh, Chris. Yes. What's going on? Uh, Wingman's Garage is through the keyhole right here. That's yes. Right. You just gotta look Acknowledge it. it. Yeah. You had to put that up. What's going on right here? <laughs> through the keyhole. Say it. Yeah. So, you're, you're watching Say us through the keyhole just... there, or you're listening to us on iTunes or Android yeah. or Shout Engine. Whatever. Whatever your medium might be. So, this will be uh, live, but next week we're really going to do the live show like we've been doing before. Uh, if the weather's good, there might be some bikes outside again. Yeah. Because 55 was a blast. 55 wait, 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 wait. i got to dress in leather again? Yes, yes. <laughs> this time without the whip. Dang. You should also bring your race suit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... I'm Chris the Wingman, next, sitting next to me, Footy Duddy. And next to him, Track Rat. Next to him, Will the Ridge. And next to him, SV Will. And on the other side of the camera, that would be Eeyore. Eeyore. He's leaving the circle. his tail on yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, welcome to episode 58. 58. 58. Yeah. Um, no guests today other than us. Uh, but You've got to deal with us tonight. Yeah. Sorry. It's just one of those things. There's been a little, little bit going on, apparently, uh-huh. the last week. Yeah, a little bit. Reported. Some people have ridden, some of us have not. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll start with some ride reports. Who went riding this week? That guy I, did. Yeah, me too. What was that? I did, too. So, yeah, me too. Where do you guys go? Tell us about your ride report. So, Will went riding. And then, oh, first person, Will, third person, Will, and Eeyore oh, went okay. riding. Second <laughs> Yes. So, we'll go ahead. Where'd you go? He had a cool video. You oh, yeah. yes, you did. Sure yeah. did. So, yeah. uh, talk about it. Let's go. Uh, I did. That I was on a closed course, wasn't it? Um, closed course, allegedly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I took I took my dad riding this weekend. Riding in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. We went and rode the uh, the Dirt Devil. Uh, the closed track version of it. Yeah, uh, the right. closed track Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. It's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. The word of the night tonight, kid, or the day, kids, is allegedly. Allegedly! Whoa! In Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> so, but man, I had a blast. You know, it, it was it was cool. I, you know, I got into riding dirt bikes, you know, from my dad. I grew up riding XR 200s around the barn lot. And um, we both had the same bike at the same time. I was like 12, 13, 14. And so, you know, learning how to ride was chasing him around the barn lot and that kind of thing. Speak up. Oh. Yeah. Say it with your chest. Oh. And uh, it was cool. It was cool to go ride dirt bikes with him. You know, we've, we've ridden a lot, you know, over the years. But um, it's been a long time since we both rode dirt bikes. And I rode my XR600. And uh, he was on an XR250. Um, and that made it really cool. Did you yeah. get the clutch fixed on that one? Yes. Okay, good. Brand new clutch. Brand new clutch. Yay! Yeah, both those bikes ran great. Good. All day long. That's awesome. Yeah, we had a good ride. Run into anything fun or that lady um, come out and try to talk to you like you try to talk that she talked to me like last time? No. Uh, no? Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't stop and talk to the indigenous. <laughs> <laughs> I just like wave and drive by. I got I got like pulled over by the Look, indigenous man. twice. They, they said children not. of the corn out there, she thought you were lost. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, They're sitting on a porch. Yeah. Sitting on a porch out there. Um okay guys, so you guys wanted to hear a story about a uh, small world, right? We might yes. as well. well we ain't going anywhere um, for a while. Here uh <laughs> Here in Nashville, you know, the, the, our, our biggest 
chain uh, motorcycle dealership is America's. Mm-hmm. Well, America's became America's after they bought How or Crowell's House of Honda. Mm-hmm. So that was forever ago. Um, and my dad knew some of the Crowell's from back in the day. Well, me and dad stopped in this little bitty, uh, this, um, little bitty restaurant called Pee Wee's. And uh, so we go in and we sit down and we get a beer and we start talking to the indigenous. And um, one of these guys tells us about how he was just, he knew he knew me and he knew that we rode from Reaper's Ford. Yeah. Because uh, he's like, you want three there always in this particular restaurant. And um, so uh, he was telling me about, oh, I was just in Franklin. Uh, it's like I weed eating mowed all day yesterday for eight hours right across the street from uh, uh, a particular park in town. And he goes, well, you mean, uh, you mean park right down there off uh, Murfreesboro Road? He goes, yeah. He goes, uh, he goes, you were on the Krause farm, were you? And he was like, yeah. Huh. He was like, that's who I was working for. I was like, no way. I was like, dad knows Krause from Krause House of London. That's crazy. Like, yeah, Krause House of London. So that was in Centerville, just having to pop in, just take a little break from the heat. So once we get back, I posted a video or a picture on Facebook, and um, one of the Krause uh, actually commented on the... Uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Very cool. I was like, man, that is such a small world. That's neat. Very nice. And you, well, you talk about peewees, you call it a restaurant. We use restaurant as like a rather loose term for this place. I, I didn't want to say it was a trailer bar, but it's a trailer, <laughs> it's a trailer bar. bar. <laughs> yeah, all cool. the ambiance. Yeah, all the ambiance you want to get out of a trailer bar in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's like peewees. A, like, a, like a diner? No. Like an old, like a container. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It has a pool table and a NASCAR. Like, like like the diner we have down here in Nashville, you know, the Brown Diner. It used to be just like a like a box car. See, no, you box car, sure, because it's got windows and it actually used to like transport people on a train. Well, this it could have used, used been used to transport people, but they call that human trafficking. Sounds like a place I'm going to have to try. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I'll give a, I'll give, a, I'll give a report later. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let's tag that as a destination. It's Pee Wee's in Centerville. Yeah. If y'all want a good ride. Go stop in oh, right. and go see, uh, go see Kale. Do you, have, to have, Kale. Do you have to have dirty tires for that? Yes. Oh, yeah? No. Uh, he didn't know what the yeah, question I thought was. That was <laughs> slang. I thought that was slang for something. I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 no, Do you uh, have to have a dirt bike to get there? No, uh, it's right on Highway 50. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. There's Thank some good roads out there, too. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you doing my job this week. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, they don't serve. Give them, hey, whatever you're making, double it. Awesome. <laughs> Done. No, I, got, I got some uh, lint in my pocket. There's actually some good street bike roads out there. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually run by the dam. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, and you can go through Nunnally and get there also. Yep. It's been a long time since I've been out that way. But that's a good road. Yeah, that's a good road. Hey, what about uh, what about you two? Yeah. Wheels ride with the eel. Yep. So, let me start by saying that weathermen. <laughs> oh, God. So, at 9 o'clock, <laughs> Monday morning, July 3rd, I checked the weather, checked the radar, checked local news, checked three different sources, right? Well, three? You lied. He, he didn't check with his friends, though, who <laughs> laughed at him for a while. Did you go outside <laughs> and go, ooh? <laughs> I think it rained today. So, it was sunny. Were many clouds. It's yeah. hot. I was thinking, okay, cool. I'll get a little ride in. Go up to some friends in uh, near White Bluff and go hang and go ride up through there. There's beautiful, you know, River Road is great. So go ride out that way. So I get uh, run some errands in uh, in Franklin, head up there, and I get um, it's about ten thirty. I'm getting close, and all of a sudden <laughs> I see in the distance a, a haze, and I think. Mm, we know what that is. It's not fog. That's not fog. No. <laughs> no. And, uh, man, about five seconds later, the bottom just dropped out. And so I uh, I rode through that for about another 45 minutes, getting to a friend's house. So during the bottom falling out, Daniel's bike's outside in the rain. Yeah, my bike was definitely Plan outside. was to bring it in. He was on the phone. I took the shower for him. <laughs> See, hang on. Wait, time out. What that- well, hang on. We'll there is to, no greater love than one who goes and grabs your bike and pushes it out. We will get, hang on. We will get to the point where we explain why I was there. We'll get well, there. What, 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 brand, what brand bike do you ride? It's a BMW. And they allowed it to go in the store? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Damn, we'll get to that. <laughs> Continue. Anyway, so long story short, I was uh, stranded at my friend's house for about three hours before it stopped raining. And 
there was no riding. We had a great new ram mount, though. I had a great ram mount that helped me get there. Yeah. And, uh, I've mounted a ram once or twice. <laughs> So, His um, name was Ivan. My favorite way. <laughs> my favorite way. <laughs> what are you talking about? His name was Steve, damn it. Oh, okay. Her name's a Ram Ivan. <laughs> so, weathermen were saying that Tuesday was going to be worse than Monday. And then, of course, July 4th, Tuesday was gorgeous. Oh, beautiful. A beautiful day. Now, see, so. I, if, you, if, I, can I, if I can interrupt you. Yeah, well, you I mean, did. Any so. other time. I, just, <laughs> I, I, I probably would have asked you. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah, so, so when you got to the friend's house, I believe I know who it is. Yes. Did you take advantage? I, I, I imagine you like in you know double towels, you know a towel around here and a one, towel up here. One towel that was kind of and, and your clothes in the dryer. No, nothing <laughs> no? in the dryer. because oh. so, you know the only thing that was soaked was my front, my the back of the jacket. Nothing. It was dry, completely dry. So oh. got there, uh, took the jacket off, hopped on the couch. So the towel was just for warm. Got a towel that I just basically <laughs> laid across my front and just yeah. chilled on the couch like this, drying You're worried the highlighter won't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. That's yeah, why there's I, no water protection in that at all. Well, it has an underlayer. I just never wear it. So, yeah, there's no... That would probably fit under your seat, right? No. Not on no. the SV. Um, <laughs> see, I'm not SV. You no. can fit, you can fit like a toolkit and a hat. And maybe... I have. See, there's the no room in the R1 allows. I have emergency snacks under my pillion seat. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tuesday wound up being beautiful. So, um, early morning, thought about riding, but, you know, oh, it's going to be beautiful today, too. I'm not getting caught <laughs> in that again. So, 9 goes, 10 goes, it gets about 10.30, and Eeyore says, hey, I'm getting kicked out of the house. I want to go ride. Where can we go? So, yeah. Check the weather again. It looks good. We meet up and we uh, we head out for the trace. So we actually meet up in Columbia and get on uh, 43, which quickly turns to 7 like you're going out to Santa Fe, which, by the way, towards the end yeah. of that, it is beautiful. There's a couple of little bridges you go over and you just look off. And it is gorgeous through there. Of course, yesterday was beautiful. So yeah. it was a great little ride to get to the trace. But um, funny story on that. Um Eeyore was following me the way up, um, and we uh, we we didn't really push because when we started leaving Columbia, I looked down. You know, you reset your thing every time you fill up. I saw eleven point one miles. You know, after you fill up, yeah, you, I, set, I, you set your trip right. Yes, so I, I get about a hundred, hundred and sixty to one hundred and eighty miles out of a, out of my four gallons. Jesus, I, there's no way I got that shit out of my ass. How many did you get? 160 to 180. Good Lord. That's the best I've ever... I, I got like 120 to 140 out of my ass. Mm-hmm. I can push it to 180. I usually get 160 wow. before I, I just like... Less. You know, the light stays on and you have yeah. to go. So anyways, I thought it said 100 or 11, 11.1. I actually said 111. So I had about 30, 40 <clears throat> miles before I had to fill up. Yeah. And I noticed that. Right as we were turning onto the trace, which you've there's been out there, no gas there's nothing out there. You have to go all the way through the trace to get to get to the shell station off 100, right? So uh, yeah. we're not really pushing, no, at all. On the, way, on the way up the trace, because I'm thinking I gotta. How do you conserve fuel? Hyper mile, yeah. Let's let's see. So keep it in fifth and low RPMs. And don't, down ex- hill. don't accelerate <laughs> up the hill. Just slow poke it and then fly down a hill, you know. I mean, and you can always play, you know, kill switch on yourself, right? <laughs> you know, right? The same thing kind of works. <laughs> the stator's not charging. <laughs> so anyways, it's true. We, uh, it's true. We, go better, through, we go through it. Um, moments of a decent, decent, uh, decent pace, but we go through it, get to the uh, shell station, and I'm at 187. So, I don't know exactly how big the tank is. I know it's a four gallon tank. I don't know 4.1. It's It's 4.3. I put 4.2 in it. (laughs) You had to refill the fuel lines. (laughs) And Eeyore will tell you, he saw it. It was (laughs) 4.2. So, it was uh, timed it just right, guys. Mm -hmm. That's how you know your motorcycle. Been there, done that. And and I'll say, when, when he was looking and we. And Eeyore and he were talking, and, you know, we got that group chat, yeah. uh, Wingman's Garage group chat. We also have uh, a gap group chat 
and I'm getting notifications left and right with this chat group and that chat group. <laughs> right. <laughs> and people are like, man, I don't know, man. I think it's going to rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, yeah. It, he didn't, got out of it, man. it didn't rain Tuesday. We, uh, once we leave from the, uh, from the gas station, uh, I asked if Eeyore wants to leave, uh, busted balls real quick. He went the wrong way, trying to go up the one way exit ramp to get back on the trace. So that was, hey, I've never been there. That was my <laughs> first time ever on this part. Hey, but did you die? No. Right, so, so it's okay. So we turn around and, uh, and Eeyore gets up in front and, uh, I got, I got a brown. <coughs> there were a couple turns where his foot was like two inches. That peg was like two inches from hitting the ground. There you go. He was, he was leaning Eeyore over. Good. And uh, it was a it was a, a nice little pace on the ride back. I've got a the question funniest, for you. Hold on, though. The funniest, because I, I have to confess this, and I confessed it to you earlier, but I've it's never really been in a position on a bike where the urge to pass somebody was like there. And you, know, was you don't it? remember the gap prior well, last year? There <laughs> was one pass out of a four-day weekend. Okay? <laughs> one pass. But we're, you know, the trace has, you know, 40, 50, 60 turns, whatever it is, you know, back, back, back. And Eeyore's not really diving into all the corners. He's just kind of hanging on the outside of most of them. And I'm just, I'm telling you. Did, you sniff, up, did you sniff up the inside of Eeyore? <laughs> Man, I did. <laughs> there were some urges. And I even got on the gas. I got on the throttle, and he showed him and a got wheel. right there, and then just backed <laughs> off. But for for like five minutes, where it's back to it's, I kept thinking, oh, I can sneak up against him. Oh, I can, I can. Yeah. But I didn't want to be that guy. Well, don't so we, were, we weren't. We were having, you know, we weren't. We were just having a, a, a nice ride. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Uh, but that was the first time that I, <laughs> I had like felt that. Don't worry. Was, uh, You'll have ample, ample opportunities when I get back up. Yeah, you will. Now, in my, <laughs> in my defense, that is the first time I have ever ridden with somebody that knew how to ride a motorcycle. There we go. That is true. I will, I will say this. And he's only been riding for like a year. Yep. Eeyore comes to the shop all the time <laughs> with strays. And we can't oh, yeah. keep that. My man. <laughs> my man. <laughs> so, I got to ask you this. Will's like, so, We're gonna, I need to know when you come back to the shop. So, if you haven't gathered it by now... Eeyore is his nickname, but he also rides a bike named Eeyore, which is a... It's a V-Star 1300 Deluxe. And okay. who was named after who? So, uh, my question <laughs> is, when does Eeyore stop and Eeyore begin? I think India I read me the song. I think, I think well, when you're on your machine, you are one. Good answer. Yeah. Okay. The two e- Eeyore is my spirit animal. We have, you know, our personalities <laughs> are a lot the same. I'm more Tigger-esque. <laughs> <laughs> uh, double go. Or, anyway, think about Tiggers? God, Tiggers are wonderful. <laughs> and that, and we, yeah, winning food. Okay, so there's that. So, continue. So let's hear your side of the report. Well, like I said, uh, that was, Tuesday was the first day I've ever ridden with somebody that knew how to ride a motorcycle. You know, confidently that, you know, I had more than, you know, the weekend at the MSF course. Right. <laughs> you know, and we never we never really talked about rider etiquette or, you know, if we're going into a curve and you're going to pass me, we never, you know, just hop on a bike, you in front, okay. And so I never passed him. You never passed me. We never really talked about any. Oh, I want any. any <laughs> I know that. <laughs> you know, All he needs is stripes. <laughs> never, never had any kind of writer communication that other than, you know, pointing. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, and that was the first part, first time I'd ever been on the trace north of Highway 96. Yeah. So I've, on, I've been on it twice. Oh, so. Well, that's where they Yeah. That's where it's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's really so, good for a little while. So that was, is the so, best part yeah, of the Yeah, so he was asking if we could meet up at 96 and go that way. I was like, no, let's go to Columbia and go a little bit further down because even just a little bit before Santa Fe is right when it starts to get curvy. It's, I mean, that ride is, that's yeah. a great ride. Yeah, I, mean, I, I did a trip, uh, I guess about two years ago now. I went down to Jackson, Mississippi to see Robert's plant. And on the way back, I asked the girlfriend, I said, hey, let's, why don't we take the trace back home? Yeah. 
God damn, it was boring. <laughs> I mean, other than you know, you stop and you see the, the historical markers about here and oh, there. Oh, it's all straight. It's 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 the, boring. Here's the yep, thing: it's except straight, for the last, know, the last ten miles. minutes. Yep. Yeah, the last ten minutes of the show, that first or last minute, which we were right. coming. That's the best part for anything other than Harley. Yeah. The right. rest of the trace is perfect for Harley. Right. Yep. right. Well, cruise well tour, touring bikes. Touring bikes. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I think most yeah. guys who are riding yeah. the Harleys, really I mean, yeah, riding I don't the Harleys, on, I don't want to pick are too there much to go and enjoy Harley. everything. The low performance Harley. We don't want to leak too much information. <laughs> or just leak. <laughs> they, might just wanna, leak. Uh, they might want to want a commercial with this too sometime. Hey, I'm... We're equal opportunity captains here. That's right. That's we'll pick right. on everybody. Yes. <laughs> We're selling so, to anybody. We're selling <laughs> to anybody. Yes. So it sounds like you guys had a good ride. Yeah. Now, good. on the passing front, while passing on the street. <laughs> there. Let's talk about rider etiquette. Let's talk about rider etiquette. Now, I have done that quite a bit. You can ask Dallas. Because you're you know, a dick. I haven't asked him. <laughs> but it's one of those things where if you're in a group, like if you've got two or three of you, and you kind of understand how it works... Normally, what you do is you kind of let them know, hey, you know, they'll, they'll let you know. You'll, you'll sit somebody close behind you, like, shit, okay, go. Or if you're like anything like in Dallas, we're just like, hey, fuck you, Jim. Again, you know, on that note, it, it all depends on the group you're riding yeah, with. Yeah. You know, for example, I was riding with you in Dallas, so I'd have no problem with you guys passing the most because I wouldn't be able to say anything. No. Um, <laughs> like, no, you're, you're, my you're, bike's the slowest one of all. You're in the what way. You passing me. Get out of the way. I'll, I'll have my fun with y'all. Hey, but I'll, yeah. I'll eventually exactly. have to catch up. <laughs> we'll wait for it. We'll wait for it to stop. Right. But, you know, in a group ride, uh, and we've talked about this before, when you're riding in a group setting, especially when you don't necessarily know everyone's skill yeah. level, yeah. when you're on the interstate or in a, on a highway, you do the you do the formation thing because that's what you're supposed to do. Yes. You get onto a twisty road, you spread out, you give each other enough room to maneuver the way you need to maneuver without worrying yep. about each other. And again, if you get to the, you know, if the group is understanding, which most of them are, yeah. if we get to a road where it's curvy, hey, fast guys, break loose. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Just when you get out of this, wait, we'll catch up, mm-hmm. and we'll all get back to formation, we'll keep riding. Yeah. That's the way it's supposed to work. Um, it doesn't again, always work out that way. No, it doesn't. But that's the way it's supposed to work. But if you've got a group that rides together, they know the they yeah. know the, the routine, they know the roles. But that itch. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you. Well, I'm we've telling all you. had that itch. I wanted to be I wanted to be that guy, but I didn't want to be that guy. It's the devil and angel. I was, on the yeah, show. When I was in front, I was, you know, set up on the outside, curl it in. Eeyore wasn't, he was kind of staying outside, he would occasionally come in and I I thought, you know, the oh, he, one he was riding safely. The yes. one time that I'm going to try to scoot up the inside, you know, that's when something stupid would happen. Yeah. I, like I said, we're yeah. just having a, a yeah. He'll, a he'll, get, a, he'll get a, he'll get a wild hair to hit the hit the apex. Right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But man, I, maybe I'll take the was, blue line this time. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, shit. Okay, I'm talking about that. That yeah, shit. I want to talk about that. Blue, I just want to go. Let's the, just go purple. The, yeah, that <laughs> shit. Okay, blue, hold on. The hell up. Let's let's look at this. Uh, uh, Ride University is the first place I saw. Now I know there's been other people, but they are the first people I saw. There's it's a diagram of a curve, and there's two different lines. There's a red line, which is a very late turn. Is it a single apex curve or a double apex curve? Well, yes. Yes. It depends, yes. Yes. It depends on which well, one you're looking. But anyway, yeah. there's, there's two or three in there. Yeah. And then the blue line is very swoopy. Very it's a traditional, well, yeah, yeah. traditional line laid out. Okay, now the question is, which one is correct? I want to hear Daniel's thought first. It depends on a bunch of different variables, such as well, is it a race? No, no, not even that. <laughs> if it, if you're on a lower powered bike that you have to carry the core speed through, which if you're on a higher, line? it's usually the blue line. If you're on a higher powered bike that you need, if the corners are only there to connect the straightaways, you usually run the red line. It depends on the track conditions. It depends on the heat in the tires. It depends on the heat in the track. It depends on if you've got traffic around you. It depends on a whole bunch of slew of shit mm-hmm. that when you Take look at breath, it, buddy. I mean, you, know, <laughs> it's, you look at it, and he's I not passionate about it. And I understand why, Jason. It's Jason DeSalvo that did it. It's, <laughs> he runs Ride University. That's his deal. Um, I'm actually really excited for him for doing it because... Yes. He's one of the best. He's one of the best instructors you can get. Behind. And that little thing got a lot. Oh, of attention. a lot. And here's the thing: when he put it out there, I'm fairly certain his whole point was there's no right answer. There is no right answer. 
But everyone else who's seen it yes, has it's, been, no, it's this way or it's this way. Right. It's the, the thing about it is you always... <laughs> you know what? You talk enough shit. I'm going to blast on. your... For those watching us at home... He's on a booster seat. I'm on foam because it's concrete. Jesus. Oh, I was censoring it. Anyway, whatever. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're not. SV Will's being a dick to you. <laughs> it happens. He, he'll sit. We'll let him have his fun, and when we actually go do track day, I'm going to embarrass the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm going to embarrass you. It will definitely be a Wingman's Garage Live moment. Yeah, so it'll be like, hey, look, Daniel got Will back. Anyway, <laughs> all right, so. High chair, what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so. It all depends on tire tire conditions on the bike, how you're feeling, how like the people around you are riding. There is no correct way, because there is actually zero, 100% correct way to ride a motorcycle on a racetrack. Unless the circumstances are perfect. Unless you have the exact same motorcycle with the exact same setup, the exact same tires, the exact same pressure, the exact same rider. Which is impossible. Which is utterly impossible. You watch somebody like throwing it out there like Gary McCoy, who is 5'2", ride. He's sideways everywhere. You look at somebody like Rossi, who's 6'1", he's not really all that sideways. He's a sack of potatoes. Yeah, he's, like, you go back to the early, like, 2003-2004, where you could see a lot of the difference in styles between the riders. There's no correct way to do any of this. So, with Jason coming out with Ride University, he's actually taking a lot of stuff from Aunt Barbie, the guy who actually taught Jason how to race. And then something coming up soon? Yeah, yeah August 12th at uh, National that, uh, NCM at the Corvette Museum track, Corvette Motorsports track. He's doing a school at NCM. I did it. Ed Barbie. Ed Barbie. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. It's utterly fantastic. It's one of those things where he's not going to teach you. Because a lot of your, up till about two or three years ago when you had a ton of rider school out there, they would teach you a specific way to ride. He would, teach, he would learn the way to ride based on the guy who's running, based on the actual big name on the band. You had Eddie Law, you had uh, Freddie Spencer, Kevin Schwantz, Jason. You had a bunch of guys doing schools, and they would teach you how to ride like them. Which, that's not a bad thing. Kevin taught a million people how to ride. They all taught a ton of people. Whereas Ed teaches you the basics and lets you develop and learn how to ride your way. Correct me if I'm wrong. Man. Sure. It, it, at NCM, which is a beautiful track in its own, yeah. it's my best student, uh, like a <clears throat> walking, running, and uh, bicycling on Tuesdays. Yes. Um, now, because of certain obstacles mm-hmm. off to the side, isn't there a uh, track-specific line to keep you from going on to, that? And then there's racers' lines. It's At NCM in particular, there's not really like a race line or a track day line. It's usually, there's, you can usually dull it down to two things. Car line and bike line. Okay. Because cars are going to do a, do the lines a whole lot different than bikes because they've got four, four times bikes. the grip. And just a lot more grip, a lot more mechanical grip to go through a corner. If, if you're if you're at a track day with a coach, sure. are they going to, as I understood, uh, somebody uh, mentioned to me that... Uh, they're going to show you the safe line around the track. The, the safe line around Which isn't the track. necessarily the racing line. We'll see the difference between a, a safe line on a track day and a race line. Race lines are, hey, there's a corner. Get through it as fast as you and can. Right. And you're and if you're in a hot, if you're in a hard race, if you're fighting with somebody, you're not going to do the correct line. Right. It's just not going to happen because if you do the correct line. They're going to take advantage of that, and you have. There's just it's that's where if this guy's taking the blue yeah. line, you're taking the red line. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> things where it's it, it's just a myriad of options. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a car, you've got maybe three. Right. right. Whereas at okay, case in point, Laguna Seca, mm-hmm. you've got the corner that you hit that left that you get hit and go up the hill. Mm-hmm. There's 15 different bike lines in there. Okay. There are right. 15 ways to go through that corner that fast. Right. Um, and you can see it's a lot of some guys go in real early. And hang it, and just hang off of it, hang off the bike real far, like a two fifty, and just hang that, hang the inside, and fire out. Try or to carry as much corner car- speed. Try to carry more, as much corner speed. That or, would be the blue line. Or <laughs> you dive in real hard on the brakes, square it off, and you it might you might lose speed through the corner, you but you're gonna have a better drive coming out of the corner, going up the hill. 
So it's yeah, yeah that's the red technically line. Yes. the red line. But the what a track day instructor is going to teach you. I actually have to go through this because I might actually I'm probably going to be a track day instructor at ours. Um, they're going to teach you the line to be safe on the track. So you get off the track safely. Yeah, to get on the track safely and to if to get off the track safely. That way, you hold this line, you have someone faster behind you, and you stay consistent, they can go around you. It is not your responsibility in track day, or in a race for that matter, to get out of the way. It is the other person's responsibility to go around you. So anybody that's thinking about doing track days and gets worried, like, oh, somebody, this, that, and the other thing, no. You do you. You do your line. Let us figure out how to go around. <coughs> because and there's no such thing as a what? Halfway through. Track day winner. Track day winner. <laughs> no, there is a... Hang on. The way <laughs> but there is a track day dinner. Yes, there is a track day dinner. <laughs> the, the track day winner is the guy at the end of the day who got to put the bike back on a trailer in, the, in one piece and not hurt. And I That's saw, a track day winner. Yeah, I saw... And, and there are winners who sometimes lose. Yeah, and you can definitely have... You can I don't want to throw no names out, but her initials are... Oh, Stacy, right. I'll say that. <laughs> Love you. Love you, Stacy. Man, and she... She, she bodied that bike. And it's... Oh, and it's... It's, it's official. Ugly. Is it dead? The frame is broken. Okay, oh, yeah. She's she'll pull... Right. Yeah, she gone. She'll pull the motor out. I want to make this comment real quick, because uh, our friend Andy had posted this through the keyhole. You shoved the note under the door. Yep. Oh, Lord. yep. He said that... In a novice or intermediate race, the line is for safety predictable actions. For whatever it's worth. A novice or intermediate race. Track day, not race. Track day. Yeah. You said yes. race. Okay. Track, okay. track day. Novice or intermediate race, that is hurting cats, is what that is. <laughs> but oh, he says you're so handsome. Our friends at Creative Writing is watching. Hey, what's up, dude? What's going on, man? We hey. need to have him on the show. We do, and uh, I'm hoping you enjoyed your uh, trip to Hawaii. Uh, oh yeah, homeland for me. So he is a sexy Hawaii. Yes, uh, I'm surprised you didn't see more bikes there, just considering the fact that there's a ton of bikes. Anyways, but, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> on like with race lines and everything else, it's a TZ250 is not going to run the same line as an R1. When I when I saw no. it, when I saw it first come up, I first off I wasn't exactly sure which direction of travel they were going. Sure, all right, so. Uh, is it, are we, are we running counterclockwise or clockwise? And yeah. Like, uh, but, well, and then it turns out everybody was saying that I, it was running the opposite direction of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I was looking at it and, and the first thing I thought was, well, in a race, in the last lap, you know, when, when the leader goes in here, uh, the other guy is taking, you know, taking this line and then coming back up, you know, he'll, he'll take it in for the pass. Yeah. And then he'll end up, you know, crossing it over again. That's what, like, toward the end of the ra- if you're watching any any real road race on and TV, there's or been line, some good racing. There's been some good racing here lately. <laughs> but when you see the guy in the front, they call it taking the defensive line. Uh-huh. He'll move to the middle of the track because that's going to take down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll move in the inside to be defensive, and that way the guy behind him trying to make the pass won't be able to get go through the normal line. Yeah. Whereas, the way you counter that, pay attention, <laughs> you brake later, get a little bit of a wheel in front of the guy, throw the bike in late, and pin it. Literally, square. they call it squaring the corner off. And hope to not. And up, yeah, well, depending <laughs> on the bike, you probably you may not. But if you square the corner off and just pin it, flat stick, and just click up, you're going to get a better drive because you've gotten a stronger torque hit on the rear tire going up in the straightaway. Mm-hmm. And this is all if it's a flat, flat a lot area, of again, right? you know, if you're Wheelie Hill at Road Atlanta, you come out of that, and if you're in the wrong spot, the bike's going to flip. Because mm-hmm. if you've never been to Road Atlanta and you hit 5A, that's a big-ass hill coming up. It doesn't translate at, on TV at all. Like, when you come yeah. up, yeah. when you come up out of there... Of out of five. Oh God, the corkscrew course doesn't look anyway. Yeah, it looks like a Sunday stroll. No, corkscrew yeah. fall off the face of the planet. It's like mm-hmm. what a sixty foot drop. Oh, it's stupid. Yeah, it's something like that. But literally, it looks like it looks like you it fall off the planet. Like yeah. <laughs> and so, but when you like at Wheelie Hill, if you're on an SV, because that's how I know this, 
when you're coming up, you don't sit back and just stay tucked. You got to get over the front of the bike and kind of drag the rear brake just a touch as you t- crest the hill and stay pinned, mm. keep the front end down, and it's actually going to give you a little bit better drive to square that off a little bit and kind of drift out. So you it's you're on the gas and the brake at the same time. Oh, Hell yeah! <laughs> Drag the rear brake just a touch, but it's <laughs> it's it's one of those things like this is a like the the ride the line diagrams you got them from Ed. Ed's been teaching since the, since the early eighties, so Ed's known. Ed taught Jason Salvo, Josh Hayes. He worked with Nick when Nick Nicky and Tommy and Roger Lee all came up. So the man who taught the man yes. will be within the yeah, area. We'll, we'll, we'll be here in August twelfth. All right. Oh, um, you get about five riding sessions. He's going to have a ton of coaches with him to work with you. You get um, classroom sessions to talk about what's going on. He takes every bit of every rider level. When I did mine, I had four racers in front of me. I had two other races behind me, racers behind me, and I had guys that needed to go to an MSF course in the group with me, too. <laughs> like this poor guy, I'm not kidding. He was on a 599 Hornet. I don't think he broke third gear. I was like, you're kidding Okay. Four lap mock race, we lapped him twice. All right, so let's let's take that one back. Sure, just for a second. So for the racers, for the guys who are experienced, I can understand how frustrating that would be. I can understand. However, let's not discourage the people who are getting out there and wanting to learn how to control the bike even better. Because where else are they going to be able to do it safely and really get the the knowledge they need to know? That's why I hope to go to that very track day. Yeah, or, I agree. I need to go and do the same or thing. Or a second too. trip through an MSF. Well, actually, the, the, the advanced rider MSF course was actually really good. Right. Yeah. It's always good for anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can never learn too much about anything, really. Yeah. But especially about learning how to control your bike. Yeah. Now, uh, talking about track days, if you, I tell everybody, if you're going in to your first track day, always do knobs. Don't be an idiot like me and jump in intermediate think you can just, you know, throw them over your shoulder and rock. Don't do that. Bad idea. You'll <laughs> learn a lot of bad habits that I've had to work through, and I finally got through most of them. Um, they have instructors there to work with you and help you. And if you feel like you are too fast for that group, walk, approach them, say, hey, can you watch me? Can Maybe I can bump up. Because we bump people up and bump people down all the time. Or the other way, most importantly. If you feel that you're in too high, too group, deep, they'll bump you down. To bump down. Do not put your ego at the yeah. door and realize that there's going to be somebody out there that's faster than you. <laughs> right. It's okay. Which is something that's going to happen in racing period. There's always it's always faster somebody faster than you. Always somebody that's got better equipment that knows what he's okay. doing more. All this other stuff. Don't worry about it. It's a track day. You're having fun. Mm-hmm. It's not that you're not going to win. You're not going to win any money. You're not going to get any sponsorships. You're not going to get asked to ride a race bike for somebody. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he knows why but, we're laughing. But you can oh, probably I know buy some laughing. stickers. Oh, yeah, you can buy the stickers you want, but that, that, you just bought stickers. But, again, novice, first time going out, do novice. That's what I've told these two. That's what I've told S.V. Will and Chris, do novice, and if you're too fast, we'll bump you. That's oh, no, he told me to just come on out to intermediate. No, I didn't. Oh. You heard that from somebody else <laughs> who will remain, remain nameless probably. No, 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 I've, no, no. I've ever, Everybody who suggested anything about a track day to me said, man, look, come out with your bike as it is. Yeah. You're, you'll be welcomed on the, mm-hmm. on the track yeah. with open arms. Come on. And have a good time. Hey, yeah. you, know. you can go with extra class. You'll ride like an extra <laughs> doing 70 miles an hour before you go. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no. I had a, no, I, real quick, I had a guy show up, do an expert, sign up for experts who had no business even being on the racetrack. This yeah. guy didn't get 20 degrees of lean anywhere. So it was just... It was dangerous. It got really bad really quick. But other than that. So, now, what do you... Whatever. He's wandering. Um, the show is right here. So, so, focus. <laughs> real quick. He's checking stuff. Let, let's switch gears again. Yes. Uh, we talked about racing. Ah, I see what you did. Aha, uh-huh, switch gears. Um, speaking of switching gears, actually thinking about that, we kind of hinted at it earlier because I was talking about pushing... Someone's bike out of the rain. Yeah. So I gotta announce this. This is something that's been I've been I, I've been working on for been trying years, this. two or three years. Finally, finally, I got this guy to come work with me. Yeah. Um. For those of you who don't already know me, I am the parts manager at one of our local dealerships, Cool Springs Power Sports. Um. And I've been trying to get this guy to come and join me behind the counter. And I finally succeeded. Two to three His years. First day was month. Monday. So far, first and only day was Monday. Yeah. So. What do you think about being there? Some people just don't want to work. 
<laughs> Apparently, because I'm still dealing with that. Jesus, <laughs> it's not me. You're no, not with. this time. Not you. No, wait. Uh, this time. This, shut up. <laughs> it's I'm back in. I'm back doing what I did. Yeah, I've done this for. This is the. Hang on. Let's do math. Oh, don't do that. Hurts. The math says zero riding time. Yes, yeah, it, yeah, it does. I will agree <laughs> to that. This is my fifth dealership I've worked at. Oh no. So, Annual road. Monday. I did my road Monday. To work. To work. To work. Because I had to work. But, no, yeah. I'm back doing motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah, your dad and I were talking about that up in uh, Central. Yeah, Yeah, he said, he's he's worked at at every dealership, I think, but one. Yeah. And And now uh, you've crossed that one off the list, haven't you? No, I haven't worked The the other one. The other one. I haven't worked for America's and I haven't worked at Bloodworth. All right. That's about it. (laughs) He was like, he's like, uh, he's out here working at the track. Yeah. He's working at the, you know, the, the dealership. Yep. You have like a day to go ride, but then when you have that day to go ride, not everybody wants to go ride. That's not my problem. I'm going to go ride. (laughs) So let me dispel. What's your day? Sunday. Usually. No, he's off Wednesdays. Wednesdays, but Sunday. So let me dispel. So you'll be in church on Sundays and Wednesdays. (laughs) Two wheels. (laughs) So I'm going to dispel the myth here. For a lot of people uh, that don't understand it or don't know. They think working at a motorcycle shop is like the greatest thing ever. And realistically, it should be. Because what do we do? We sell fun. You will definitely have... It's definitely the place where you'll have the most yes, fun. But people come in all the time. Man, you must enjoy working. You ride everything. Like, no, I don't. No, you don't ride <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> I've ridden that bike and that bike and that bike because they were demo bikes. But uh, other than that... And then sometimes a friend comes in and says, Here, take my H2 for a ride. And then there's that. <laughs> well, which I have to say, thank you, Joey. I hope you're feeling better. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm glad to see you're back there. Well, man, that, guy, that guy's got the uh, attitude that, that wins all day. Yeah, he does. And that's why we love him so much. Yes. Uh, but realistically, working at a dealership, unless you work in service, service is the only department that truly gets to ride everything, that's but because not you gotta make sure you they use. want to. Yeah, that's because you make, gotta make sure you screw something Isn't up. Isn't that right, Will? There yeah. are certain bikes I'm sure that you've worked on that you really don't want to ride. I'm glad I don't have one of these. A There's a huge difference in a, a test drive if you're going to buy the bike and a test drive if you've already worked on the bike. And you just want to make sure everything works properly. Right, yeah, so... You need, yeah, I mean, if it's and from this shop, it's never met with just the same thing. Oh, you'll get a good job done every day. That's right. Which is why we're here. That's why we're here. He was testing. Yeah. Yeah. Testing a, a four wheeler when I pulled in. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Four wheeler. Is yeah. that what we call his alone time <laughs> before we show up? Yes. Yeah. Testing a four wheeler. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if you fix it, you got to go ride it. Yeah, and you do. Right? Yeah. You really have to. But also, like, if you put a set of tires on it, you got to go scuff the new tires in to a certain extent. You, know, you have to. You do. You have do. You got to make sure the wheels are balanced. Yeah. And um, you, know, you pump the brakes back up and all that kind of stuff. Because some people grab a whole handful of brakes and if it doesn't pump up immediately, they just go, ah! You know? Uh, what do I do now? Yeah, you know, a mechanic go, oh. Yeah. yeah. And stop on time. It's fine. Yes. You know? So it's just like. It's just those little things, but it's, it's, funny it's, story it's on knowledge that. and preparedness. <laughs> yes. Funny Uh-oh. story on that. The first time I put new tires on the oh. SV, <laughs> put Q3s. You had to open up your, your pads? They didn't, they didn't scuffle. No. Oh, okay. oh, they didn't ride it? And it was raining. Oh, <laughs> oh, I had to ride back 15 miles in the rain on brand new front and rear tires. Huh. They pumped the brakes. The, the brakes were there. Yeah. If like, you hear a snapping sound, don't worry. It's just your anus snapping. Yes, yeah. that was uh, but at the, the same slowest time, I've ever gone. But at the same time, you can't be like, "Hey, let me uh, let me bring my bike in here and get a front and rear tire in the rain, and I expect you to go ride it." Right? You no, know, yeah. well, I dropped it until it dries, and I'll go ride it. Or you know, you well, no, I had dropped it off on the Tuesday and uh, oh, sunny, Tuesday. and on Thursday they said, "Hey, we're done with the bike." Um, that's when the, the schedule was. I was just like, well, can I just drop it off Tuesday? That way you guys hang on to it because I've got something going on Wednesday. I can't bring it Wednesday. Sure. So they're working on it Thursday, and it just so happened that the weather changed and at about noon to there's a, there's there, a lot of that. Well, yeah, there's a, a theme. There's a thread with you right and now. the weather. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to start calling you Rain Man. <laughs> hey! Uh, wet Will. Oh, oh. Wet Willie. <laughs> I like it. Wet Willie. 
Oh, good lord. Okay, you got so, to change the nickname on Fred. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I'm we're live on my phone. What? We'll you want to take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny story. We got the group chat going on between all of us so we can keep in touch and know what's going on. Mostly for us, Daniel. Pretty much. Yes, Daniel. And all of a sudden, all of our nicknames get changed <laughs> to unintelligible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my nickname was... Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I, I know that stroke. was on purpose. I don't know if I had a stroke because I can't read any of this now. Did I just become dyslexic all of a sudden? So what exactly happened? Well, you know, I look and, you know, keeping tabs on everything, I look at it, okay, close it, put it in my pocket, go to the grocery store to get buy dinner, and I hear, ding, this person's nickname has been changed. I'm like, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? All of them are changed. What the shit is this? What asshole is going through here? Yeah, what the <laughs> shit? Who did this? Who did that? Oh, was oh crap. How do I fix this? <laughs> uh, David, sorry, guys. Oh, yeah, I halfway thought about changing everyone's names to, some, to each other. So it's so, like, wait. Is this Daniel or is this Will? But yeah. <laughs> you all see it coming, so I didn't. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, so there's that. So Daniel, you're here with me now. I'm officially at the, shop. at the shop. So I officially see you more than I see my wife. Uh, That's creepy, actually. Yeah. But just uh, so you know, I had that exact same talk with my best friend today at work. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. don't have a wife. No, he has one. Oh, he, he says his wife. He says yeah. that guy's <laughs> wife more than him. So. <laughs> So yeah, good for you, Will. <laughs> Eric and his wife both work with me. Eric's wife and her work in different departments. Uh, Eric and I, our our desks are right beside each other. So yeah. he has the joke that I'm the daytime spouse, and he sees me yeah. more than he sees his wife. Yeah, there's that. That's what happens when you work with people? Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Yeah. It's, it's a badge of honor. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, for shame. Our friend, shame for us. Our friend Jeremy. Uh, is asking if there's anything lower than novice. They actually now. And what he says, turtle class. That is the moped. That is the novice <laughs> group. You will trust me. You cannot be slower. No, it, it not, it, you can't be too they slow. Were slow novice they group. were so slow. I went and visited a track day. Yeah, and they were so slow. Some of them in the uh, in the beginners. I thought, wow, yeah, I can do that. Yes, even I. Can ride that speed. So, uh, but the uh, I want to see it, Jeremy. I appreciate the turtle reference. Everybody, uh, yes, in the uh, Nashville area is doing good deeds and removing our uh, yes. our slow critters from across the roads and putting them in the ditches on the other side. What about yes, raccoons? Uh, anything. If you want to pick up a raccoon, son, you go right ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot this thing! It's killing me. Goddamn trash panda. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Uh, sure is no, we, <laughs> we are you know, Namer. I'm going to throw a shout out to Namer. There's a, uh, oh. a I think I think it's something that uh, people with, with soft hearts uh, sure. uh, have been doing for a long time. Anyway, you know, you see a turtle on the side of the road, you don't want that guy to be flattened. Uh, so you stop safely. Yeah, and and What's they, the they, they nice? say, I mean, I don't, I've never asked a turtle which direction it was going. Did you just step out a foot onto the road for some sunshine? I don't know, but they say. Moving to the side in which he's facing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Namor has been, National Area Motorcycle Riders, has been uh, posting pictures of their generosities to our uh, slow critters. And that goes our for... terrapins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, any, any critter that you happen to uh, help along and remove from the streets, making it safer for them and the rider. I need a bunch of those because we have a turtle problem. We are giving out uh, stickers as, as a... Uh, Kindness reward, and so yeah, Jeremy there is making a reference, and Jeremy is the sticker guy for me. He, he, he put these stickers together. We got to get out for a hot chicken payment. <laughs> oh, oh, so really quick, I just looked over, and our friend of Creative Writing says hashtag Arkansas food. No, it's not oh. just Arkansas, dude. Trust me, it's like it, it, backwoods where we ride dirt bikes. That's a good question. Now, when you when you walk in, you see them cooking, and you hear them go, "Pang! Get back in there!" Oh. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> was this thing alive when you found it? Like, what the hell? 
And do we uh, do we have a structure for anything for the rest? Uh, uh, we got some. G- Actually, we got some news real quick. We'll be talking more about news. Yep. Uh, really quickly, yesterday, the Fourth of July, uh, Envy Agusta had just <coughs> announced a very limited run. Oh, what's that? Uh, the Brutale Eight Hundred America. That weird America. America. No, no, no. It's, no? it's the uh, America. Brutale okay. Eight Hundred. I haven't seen this. They've only made fifty. One, for, basically, one for every state. Yeah. Um, very uh, patriotic livery. Yeah, and they're only seventeen thousand. It's not like they. It's not like thirty. Yeah. Well, let's rephrase this. For when you hear MV Augusta in limited edition, yeah, yeah. you're usually walking yeah. in the door. You're usually in fourth. There's truth yeah. to that. So <laughs> it's like Ducati times three. Yeah. But for seventeen grand, a lot of character. Yes. That's character I have. Three rectifiers. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least they come with two year warranty. Now, but anyways, that just came out. There was something else I saw that I can't remember what it was. Um. MotoGP there is now a Nikki Hayden uh, Moral Fund um, oh, yeah. benefit fund for other yes. riders. That quite injured riders that. and injured stuff, yeah. yeah. So, which is fantastic. Um, but in GP, take it away. Well, before we get to GP, do you want to yeah. talk about So, the video got uh, the teaser video for Guy Martin riding the Team Classic Suzuki uh, yeah. Katana came out. This isn't a good look for Honda. It doesn't no. really look good just because. Guy's a factory Honda rider, and he's riding for Team Classic Suzuki at Spa in the Vintage Endurance race. I think we mentioned this. We touched on this last touched week. on it last yeah. week. The, the, the video like came out. A little bit earlier today. Yeah. And the bike itself looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's utterly beautiful. I wanted to, if we ever get to the point where we can do this and we use my bike as a track bike or whatever, I'm doing a classic style endurance bike with the lights and everything. We just got to get through the Shadow 500 first. Shit. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> for the, uh, listen, for for the listening yeah. audience, I'll, I'll, I'll take the wrench is just quick. shaking your head left <laughs> and right. On deck for the fire. Two dollars and five cents. I'll throw in the matches for free. Yeah, it's not like one of It isn't a good look for Honda. But as we said before, man, Guy Martin, if it's got two wheels on it, he will throw a leg down. and he'll rise the shit out of it. Yeah, but now. He's not running the Southern Hundred, which is his favorite race meeting. And that doesn't that's look good. Not a good look at all. That's a problem. That's a yeah. big problem because he he adores the race because it's middle of the week. You just gotta show up. It's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday race meeting. Yeah. And and you know, well, if you're a Guy Martin fan, you know he's a tea nerd. They, they, he's like, you walk up and you get ten packs of tea vouchers. He's like, all right, cool. So let's go. And it's like you set. It's like a club race. You set your pit up in the field. And you just kind of roll through. It's a real roads race, and it's balls out. There's four places that you slow down. Everywhere else is flat stick everywhere. And it's for him not to go. That's, that's not a that's good the look. Way he, he hates that's, the chicane. He, oh God, yes. <laughs> he just wants to ride his motorbike fast. He actually mentioned that when he was at the uh, at Northwest this year. He goes, yeah. they asked him what he was thinking. He's like, don't mention the chicanes to the <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't say anything. I just want to ride my motorbike fast. I just want to ride fast. <laughs> but it's it's not a good look for. Yeah. And McGinnis being hurt still, it's going to take a. It's going to be next year before John gets back on the bike because he got warped. Yeah. So, have fun, guy. It looked like the, it was in the rain the whole time. How like it is right now? How like it is right now? Uh, the bike's beautiful. The bike is utterly gorgeous. I will give it that, but it, it, it could look good. But if it doesn't perform well, the way it's supposed to, you, it's look okay, It's a factory Suzuki built. Endurance race. Oh, that bike. I'm sorry. I thought you were just talking about the Honda. No, 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 no. This is the Suzuki. This is like, did you, can we get the classic parse lines and stuff? I don't believe so. We'll have to check. But this thing is, this thing's beautiful. It's one of my top five race bikes of all time, personally. And it's just, have fun, guy. Hopefully we see the video, whatever the video drops, I'll post it and we'll see it. So. Back to Will from GP. Yes. Speaking of Honda, Honda. Honda. Segway. Marquez whoa, whoa, whoa. is the points way? leader. Marquez yeah, is the points leader. He's on top. So yeah, yeah. here's the funny thing. If I were to tell you that there were four Yamahas, two Hondas, and three Ducks in the top ten, what do you think the order of Ducks would be in riders? The back would be Petrucci, Dovey, and yeah, whoever been, the other satellite rider would be. Yeah, it would have been. No. Okay, Lorenzo's so here's your order right, right now. It's Dovey in third, huh. Petrucci in eighth, Lorenzo in ninth. I'm Analog sorry. Petrucci, Petrucci on the GP16 
yeah. Ducati for the satellite team primate is killing it. He's he was in third only two races ago. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah. He was killing it. Petrucci's so. gonna well, con- some contract. Some of the contracts are up this year. Well, but he just resigned. He just resigned with Ducati. Hopefully, they're gonna give him a factory bike for running product colors. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. But we'll see. So, anyways, the fact Germany. He's ahead of. And, yeah, Lorenzo. Lorenzo. And, and, and how great. about a, how about a German on the podium for uh, for this race? Yeah, yep, he did a hell of a job. Oh yeah, him. so Jonas Volger, who uh, by yep, the way that, happens that, to be that, in yeah. seventh, yeah. okay, with Johan Zarco in sixth. Okay, these new guys are crushing it. Yeah, yeah. So Volger gets off to a great start. I think he was second on the grid from the start. Marquez yeah. was in front. Uh, Marquez was in front for about five laps. Then Volger gets in front and holds it for about five. Six laps. Now, I think that was Marquez kind of chilling out. A little watching. bit of maturity on Marquez's part, not immediately to attack him. Plenty of time to crush him later. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, he had that thing wide open coming on the back straight into turn pace. one. Had a good pace. And he just couldn't get the bike slowed down. Yeah. On, oh, five, yeah. on four consecutive laps. Oh. Yeah. Four consecutive laps. He ran turn one wide, came in too hot. And the first time, Marquez just. Dips under him and thank you. Takes off, yeah. And um, so, and then later on, he was he was gaining on him. Got back back on the rear wheel and yeah, wide again. It was crazy to watch because you know we all know that Marquez is one of those guys that not many people push like he does. Like Mm -hmm. we talked about it before the show that when you watch Lorenzo ride, he just looks smooth. Everything looks smooth. You watch Marquez ride. And he's flinging that thing all like over a, the track. It looks right. like a plane crash. Yeah, yeah but he is. He is flying. So, um, yeah. you know, so here was Mark. Here's a stat from Marcus: twenty-four out of the thirty laps, his lap times were between a one twenty-one point six and a one twenty-one point nine. That's insane. And yeah. with that information, out of the back straight into turn one, Fulger would always come out of turn one about point five, point six seconds behind. Coming out of the last corner into the back straight, point two, and then he just loses that's, after turn one. That, that's how hard Folger was pushing. He was, he was, those he was, Tech Three Yamahas, all their factory bikes are awesome bikes. They're, they are. Those two guys are riding snot out of them. It, it was it was fun to watch. Think about Tech Three. It's a factory support team. Yeah, they get factory bikes, but they don't get parts as soon as uh, Rossi right. and Matt do. Yeah. They usually get them about two to three races after. They, they don't get them as they're being developed. They don't get them no. as, and they right. don't have any hand in developing them. No. So they can, like, here's new parts. You can put them on there, and if it doesn't work, you pull them off. But they, yeah. they're on a two to three week, yeah. two, two to, to three, three race cycle. Yeah. So here's your, uh, here's your point standing. We'll just, because we haven't done this. It's Marquez, Vinales, and Dovey. Uh, Marquez is five ahead of Vinales, and Vinales is one ahead of Dovey. 124, This last couple, this last races. within like 10 points, right? Yeah, so like so Rossi is fourth, Pedrosa is fifth. So Pedrosa has 103 points and Marquez has 129 in first. Right. So okay. it's 20, to this. 28. It's just over. If, you know, Pedrosa takes a podium and Marquez crashes out, he's one point away from the lead, right? So right. that's awesome. That's what we want. So let me throw they this call there. Call Right. Yes. <laughs> so going into the uh, into the season, we were talking about uh, Vinales. Yeah, we we all thought Vinales was second. Se- wax. Oh, but here, this is his second season in GP. Yeah, third. Third, third. This is yeah, third. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, first yeah, year on the. Yeah, two, two, two seasons. I remember was it yeah. two seasons? Two seasons. Well, anyways, third season in, but. One on a truly developed bike. Yeah, for him to be right now at second in point standing, even though it's close to Divisioso, that's pretty damn good. So yeah, yeah. Well, well, he also has had what two or three he, he crashes the, this yeah. year. Two he won crashes. the first two races right. too. Yeah, he yeah. won the first two. Yeah. Yeah. Had he just finished races? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think honestly, I think he's going to go through the same maturity process that oh, yeah. that Marquez went through because mm-hmm. you know three years ago. Marquez would win five races and not finish six. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I think we all admire the uh, you know, checkered flag or body bag guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, <laughs> but that's not a way to win championships. Right. There's, there's uh, Marquez was that guy, and and uh, about two seasons ago, he said, I, "I I know now that I don't you know I don't have to win. You don't every have to race. win every race." Yep. Okay, what a what a you know. Yeah. So, anyways, so like six through ten or. 
uh, Zarco, Fulger, um, Petrucci, Lorenzo, and Crutchlow. So that's your top ten. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap this up on this question. Because I actually get to ask this a lot just from other people. 42. Perfect. To the left? Shut up. 12. Hitchhiker's Guide. There you go. I didn't hear it. So I said 42. Hitchhiker's yeah. Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide, yeah. So, 42. Good buddy, Joe. Actually, Joe, I'm gonna, i got to message you here in a little bit. I got we need to have you back on the show. Either. I got good buddy, Joe. Because it should It might be. But i got to message I'll message you here in a little bit. Um, he asked, why is Cowie so dominant in World Superbike and not mm. MotoGP? Well, first off, they they're don't have MotoGP. They're not in MotoGP. <laughs> exactly. They bowed out. Like yeah, they. But they 2000, 2008, they had a factory factory team. 2009, it pulled it halfway through with Marco Melandri. Mm-hmm. He kept the team running through 2009. So that was when you had the all black Hayate bike. Yep. Yep. It was a factory Kawasaki that he was paying for and he was developing and everything with the sponsors. Um, and when you tune in to BM to watch the race, yeah, there's the Kawasaki sitting there. And when it's, it, it's sponsored by it's. The Cali Factory World Superbikes, those are those are as close to a MotoGP bike you're going to get with a stock frame motorcycle. There's they they might say Kawasaki on the tank and the frame might look the same, but they ain't shit else in there. They're not as the extent. It's getting to a point now where the rules guys are trying to figure out how they can put some parity in there. That way, Cowie and Ducati don't just run off with it like they have been the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah, this Jeep, this yeah. World Superbike is Ray, Sykes, and, and Chaz. And David. And yeah, that's, that's it. it. There's nobody else. And it's the World Super... Like, Cowie, for years, was fall tripping over themselves with the... Oh, from 04 to 2010, they couldn't piss off themselves with Superbike. Couldn't do it. Like, they just couldn't make anything work. Well, I'm talking with one of the factory mechanics. He goes, these things are pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, literally, they, you can't make them turn. They head shake terribly. I don't know. They must have changed the entirety of the engineering program. They booted everybody out and brought some young guys in that actually look at some data and figure it out. They stopped spending money on GP. Yeah, that, they, they started funding GP. They started funneling the money they into put the, it actual actual the, super bike. the actual no. super bikes you can buy on the, buy the showroom floor. And now they've got the two best riders to ever come out of here yeah. from England. It's the most dominant, except maybe Carl Fogarty. Um, not even Tozlin can touch these guys. Tozlin had a really good run for about six years, but he can't touch these two. Well, when you think about it, how much is an average GP bike? Just one. $3 million. $3 million. Yeah. But how what? many millions go into developing w- that bike? Oh, yeah. Into that one bike. How much money goes into that? Just multiple, the R&D. Multiple millions. Just the R&D alone on a new GP bike coming into the coming into the series with a new GP bike with the R&D and everything. All that R&D is probably 75 to 100 million. Yeah. So you yeah. think about that. If they're spending that much money to develop just one bike yeah. that will never see the street yeah. other than going from the, the truck to the grid. <laughs> to the grid. Okay. Yeah. They can they turn around and spend that money developing their new models and actually putting an R&D into that. All yeah. the trickle down from MotoGP, okay, yeah, now they can actually <laughs> develop the bike to work well. well. See, the problem with everybody that says, oh, it trickle down from MotoGP, yeah, it can but you get more trickle down from more super bikes exactly. and real roads racing and everything else because MotoGP, okay, yes. Nobody they, can buy those bikes. Nobody can buy that. Nobody, nobody can buy those carbon, tires. No. No one's running carbon rotors yeah. on the street. You yeah. can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, those are, that's untouchable. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they take those bikes, if they don't go to a satellite team the next year, they either, A, if they win the championship, they go to the museum, or B, if it's written in the contract for the rider, the rider gets it. Yeah. Or C, they go in the crusher. And taking that same example, Suzuki, their bikes haven't been super competitive because hell, they stopped racing GP a long time ago. Yeah. They've just they, back last three yeah, years. Back, starting from 2008, they kind of were just in, let's just tread water until we can get to shore. <laughs> yeah, they you weren't know, doing much. They weren't developing a whole lot, and as we can tell, nothing's Which, changed until just now. you got to give credit to the riders because they're two of the fattest riders that in the AMA. That is AMA. true. Hey, Suzuki is crushing AMA. Right? We'll see right now because... It's Yamaha and Suzuki, and that's it. Well, it's been, riders. we'll see the thing about... Well, the big thing about AMA is you have these eras where one particular bike and one particular team will dominate. Dominates, yep. In the mid to late 90s, it was Honda. Yeah. RC51 with Miguel, Nikki, Ben Bostrom, all those guys. Yeah. And then when Malad won, but then when the 05 GSXR 1000 came out, 
2005, that bike won everything. It does not, it won every production championship, every production superbike race that was sanctioned by a, by a championship, save two or three worldwide. That bike won World Superbike, AMA, BSB, All Japan Championship, Germany, yep. in, like, everything. That bike stayed competitive up to about 2008, 2009, when Yamaha brought that crossplane R1 out. Yep. Then it, the problem with the cross, that first crossplane was the deck, the heavy. It was heavy, and the cases were really wide, so you decked the cases out. That's why Speeds was losing the front in the first couple of races of World Superbike. Now that they've got it slimmed down, or Yamaha put had Yamaha had the money be do because of everything else that Yamaha has their hands in, had the money to develop the bike, and they paid the riders, and that's why Graves and all these guys for AMA, you got you got Josh, you've got Cameron, you've got Tony and Roger Lee, and everybody else is fighting for fifth. Did you say Garrett? Yeah, no, Garrett's on six hundred. So Garrett and JD are on six hundred. So hopefully that kind of answered Joe's question about Kawasaki yeah. dominating. Uh, let's wrap that up here. We're, we're bordering on an hour and a half here. I, I was, <laughs> How, have you met this guy? Yeah, I, know, I, know, I, know. I try and give everybody we'll take way too much information. <laughs> with Daniel, there's no such thing as a short answer. There is no never answer. a short answer. Just, this is, this is which where is you kind of funny. To right? get your questions answered. Yes. yes. So anyways, There's nothing short about our answers. Just Daniel. Just, just me. Daniel. Just me. <laughs> I'm just short. Yeah, listen to the guy's answers. <laughs> what, 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 what? He's overcompensating. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So, on that note, let's, let's, let's bring this one to a close. Guys, thank you for listening. Thank and you for if listening. you're watching through sure. the keyhole right there, thanks <laughs> for tuning in. I know we haven't really uh, acknowledged most of you as we normally would. We're acknowledging uh, now. Hey. Yep. Thanks for watching. But, uh, next week, we'll be doing a, a normal live show. You'll have a slightly better camera angle, you know. Um, we'll actually have time to set it up. Yes, we will. And not, hey, we're just going to do this right now. Let's okay, just do cool. it. Okay. So, for now, make sure that you follow us on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and even Twitter. Um, tell your friends about us. Have them get on iTunes or the uh, Google Play Store. Um, ShoutEngine.com. ShoutEngine.com. Get your own Subscribe. damn podcast there. Yes, you can do that, too. Uh, but they're not paying us to say that yet. No, they're not paying us uh, to say that. Share this with everyone. Leave reviews, please. That would be fantastic. Yes, we need all the reviews for. we can get. Uh, you know, don't leave us hanging or cut us short. So, uh, Don't forget Patreon. Yes, and of course you can join us at patreon.com backslash women's garage. <laughs> uh, if we get, uh, how many people was it? Ten. Ten Four. people. Ten. ten people to to donate $10 a month to us. You'll not only get yourself a snazzy shirt like yours wearing that you can't see, um, which you will definitely get one of those. We'll also not that one, but you'll get one for no. you. We can yeah. also afford to get Daniel a high chair. Save you a beer. And what if they and just want to buy? <laughs> now, if you just want a shirt, go right to our website, wingmansgarage.com. Get in the store. Use the code. Use knobs for... You're still using that? Yes, I'm still <laughs> using it because I haven't changed it. Use for knobs. $12 free shipping um, anywhere in the U.S. There are new shirts that will be eventually landing here soon. But uh, I think we've done enough <laughs> some shameless self-promotion. Thanks for listening for episode 58. I'm Chris the Wingman. Brandon the Buddy Duddy. Daniel Trackrat. Will the Rage. Yes, we will. In New York. Saying, thanks for joining us. Get out. <laughs> Go ride. Be Go a little ride. more excitable than that. And we'll see you all next week live for episode 59. Turn that shit on. Let's go.